0: Welcome to the Butterfly Effect. I'm Lauren, and I am a survivor of domestic violence. I want to personally, as the host, welcome you to this space. It is a safe space where you can come and feel empowered and um, recharge your battery. And uh, I hope that... uh, In today's podcast, I say something that is encouraging to you. So, I'd like to take a moment and introduce myself. I am Lauren, and I am a domestic violence survivor. Uh, In addition, I hold a master's degree in curriculum and instruction and education. So I love learning and not only that, I love teaching and I have a passion for um, taking whatever knowledge I have and sharing it with others. And so that really is something that I hope uh, comes through as you listen to this podcast today. I'm also a mom uh, to two beautiful children who keep me on my toes and they keep me very busy and they are the joy of my life. I also have first grade students that are my, uh, oh, they are just, (laughs) they are my other children is what I call them. And um, they are a true source of motivation for me as well. So without further ado, let's get into today's conversation. So today, I want to talk a little bit about understanding whether or not a guy is invested in you for the right reasons. It's pretty tricky, especially in the beginning of a relationship, um, to tell if someone is really, truly just trying to get to know you, um, which is perfectly normal and and great, or if a person is trying to uh, gather information uh, and get to know you in a way that will give them power and control over you. And I really wanted to touch on this topic because it is a very common characteristic um, that happens in, I think, every <laughs> um every abusive relationship at some point. And usually it happens uh, early on, very early on, and uh, it could become a pattern and it just becomes kind of a way of life um, for the victim to kind of be always having to divulge all of this information about everything they're doing at all times um, to the person that they're with. And it generally doesn't start off, like it doesn't start off in a malicious way. Uh, so I really wanted to talk about that today. So we'll start with some signs that he's trying to control you. Now, before I get into these, if at all you are like in the early stages of your healing process um, and you are still sensitive to uh, topics around uh abuse and some of the things that go on within abusive relationships you might want to revisit this later okay i do not want to trigger anyone so i just want to preface uh, everything with that but um, some of the signs that he might be trying to control you uh, number one is checking in or asking you to check in regularly Like, and when I say regularly, I mean like multiple times throughout the day. Um, And generally, you know, this is, and that's why I really want to touch on this because it's not abnormal to do that when you are, um, you know, you've been in a long-term relationship or you're married to someone and you've got kids and all of that and, and you have a perfectly healthy relationship. It is not abnormal to check in in the morning, check in midday, check in at night, like, that is totally normal. And that is healthy. And that is fine. But when you like go on one date with someone, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you know, you're getting the good morning text, the text before you can even get to work, the text midday, uh, the text uh after you get off of work, sometimes before you can get off work, the text on the way home from work. Um, You know, it's, It can be a bit much, and so you kind of really have to feel it out for yourself, engage it. And of course, you know, if you if you are into someone and and you feel like you know, um, it might lead to something. Sure, you want to keep communication. That's that's a must in any relationship. But if you're very early on in a relationship, and a person is constantly checking in with you and asking you uh, certain things. And when I say early on, and this has happened to me, I mean, early on, like after the first date, they're like, well, what time do you get up in the morning? Well, um, you know, what kind of coffee do you drink? And where do you go after work? And, um, you know, just literally those types of things. Um, like I said, you have to kind of gauge what you feel okay with. For me, it was very overwhelming. I felt it was almost like being claustrophobic in a way. I was just like, this is too much, too much, too much, too much. Like, I am I just wanted to take my time and get to know this particular person. And it was much too much for me to have someone constantly wanting to know my whereabouts, what time I got somewhere, who I was with, literally who I was with, what I wore, um, what I ate. I mean, all of that. Like after a first date is way too much information for someone to be trying to gather from you. I personally don't think it's um, necessary to divulge that information after you've just met someone. That is much, much too much information. It's honestly not even safe. Um, So just be mindful of that, um, of someone that is like very, very early on in the relationship trying to check in with you often. Um, And sometimes they'll do that, like they'll check in with you a lot and tell you everything that they're doing because they're hoping that you will also do the same (laughs) and that it will kind of become like this habit. Um, So then that way you're divulging information to them without them even having to ask you. It's deep like that. It really is. You guys, I'm telling you. So just watch out for that. Um, Like I said, not a bad thing in the right context, not a bad thing at all. But in the wrong context, it's a problem. Okay. Okay. Number two, uh, if the person, like I said, is asking very detailed information about your whereabouts, like, well, where did you go? How long were you there? Who were you with? Um, you know, what did you wear? Who did you talk to? Well, what did they say to you? What did you say to them? Like all of that, that's too much. It's it's just something you want to kind of watch for. Like I said, these are signs th- and things to watch for. These would happen like in the very, very beginning of the relationship Is when these would be like huge red flags waving There's absolutely no reason for anyone to need to know That much information about um, what you did in your day Like if you said, oh, I went um, I went to, to brunch with my girlfriend um, You know, that should really be enough It shouldn't be like, oh, well, what did you wear? Well, was anybody else there? Well, who, you know, who, did she bring a friend? Which friend were you with? You know, those type of things you really, really want to watch for. And it is tough because um, if you are a person that, you know, maybe um, experienced neglect growing up, didn't have a lot of attention, uh, or if you're a person that has, is kind of, um, I know for me, like I, I don't know how to, how can I explain this best I am very independent and I enjoy my independence and I like being able to like do things on my own, do what I want when I want. And that's just, that's just how I roll. And I enjoy living like that. But I think those of us that are that way, it can also feel really comforting to have someone kind of come in and just be like really interested in all the little intricacies and things that go on in your life. And you just really, really, really have to watch for that because there's again, a context for, for that in, you know, where it would be considered healthy, but then there's also a context in which that is completely um, unhealthy and unnecessary for anybody that you're just getting to know to need to know all of that information about, um, your your life it's just unnecessary um another thing to think about is and to consider is uh if you are just starting to see someone and this even can happen start to happen later on down the line in the relationship if a person is giving you unsolicited advice uh so if you maybe just share about what happened in your day and nothing even went wrong and you're totally fine you don't need uh assistance in any way you don't need a solution to be found but yet your person is coming back with, well, you should do this or what you should have done is that or you could have done it this way. Well, it would have been better if you did X, Y, Z. Um, You know, those are uh, are things you want to watch out for because uh, a lot of times that will be the beginning of getting you to start doubting yourself. Getting you to start doubting your own capabilities, uh, getting you to start doubting uh, your ability to to do the things that you were doing long before you met this person. But all of a sudden, you have someone coming in saying, "Oh, well, you may, maybe you could have done it this way. Why didn't you think about it that way?" And keep in mind, it won't always be. You know, they're not always going to say it in a sinister way. Um, It could be, oh, have you ever thought of doing this? Have you ever thought, oh, you should think about doing that. And listen, you know, it's great to get uh, good advice. And it's so important to be open to that uh, in the right scenario, in the right situation and from the right people. But uh, you want to be very careful about uh, an intimate partner trying to um, dictate to you the things that you need to do, especially in a situation where there's not an issue, (laughs) That's a red. That's a huge, huge red flag. Another red flag to look for is when sometimes they may not do this with you, but very early on, uh, before they begin to do this with you, they may do it with other people. So you may be out and about, and you may see someone or see some interaction of some kind, and your person might say, "Oh well, why did they do that? They should have done this. Well, this is the way that it could have been done." Um, You know, they will. It's it's it becomes. almost a criticism of people and what you will find. And that's why you have to watch that because if the person is an abuser, it will eventually you that they're criticizing. So you could think that you've done everything perfect, but they're going to come back and tell you that, oh, well, you didn't, you could have done it this way. You should have done it that way. So once again, unsolicited advice, mm -mm. just run, (laughs) run for the heels. Okay. If someone is giving you advice, um, that you don't need and that you did not ask for at all, that you didn't need, didn't ask for, just yeah, that's it's a no, it's just a no. Um, and the last thing is, uh, when you have someone that tries to become a veritable superman in your life, you want to be very, very, very careful of that. Um, and like I said, if you're a person like me, I'm so independent and I value my independence. I like, literally, I love it. I really, truly do. (laughs) I love it. And, uh, I enjoy it yet when you are a person that is very self-aware and self-functioning and you can, and you're fine, um, to do a lot of things on your own, it can feel great to have someone come in and say, Hey, I can do this for you. I can do that for you. Um, let me do this. Let me do. Oh no, I I got it. Don't you worry about it. And be very careful. (laughs) Be very, very, very careful about that because what can happen is, um, you just see it as, Oh, well, he's just being super helpful. Like I totally appreciate that. He wants to come change these light bulbs for me because I don't feel like climbing up on this ladder and reaching up this high. And I just, it'll give me time to do something else. I don't even want to be bothered. And, um, Before you know it, um, not only is he like changing all the light bulbs all the time, he's like doing all of these other, and it's so hard to explain, but all of these other little things that you once were able to do on your own, that like you've sort of relinquished the um, control of doing those things. And so you're allowing this other person to do them. These can be very little things. Uh, and these could also be huge things. And so you just have to be careful about how much you allow a person to even do for you. Um, only because if it becomes excessive, you can look up and literally feel like, and this is why it's important to know all of these things uh, can happen in this. in abuse generally, it happens in layers. It is not like a one it's not like a one-dimensional thing. Generally, by the time your Superman has come in and convinced you that you know you no longer need to change your light bulbs because he can do it, and you no longer need to change your get your oil changed because he'll go take it get the oil change, or you no longer need to put air in your tires because he can do that too, and he can do everything for you. You don't. It's like by the time he's done that. And also, in addition, giving you a bunch of unsolicited advice and co- and made you question your own judgment and your own decisions when you were making perfectly fine decisions before. Um, you know, you, you that's when you you start to doubt yourself, and that's when that loss of um, control happens. And the more control you lose, the more power. That other person has and so it's just so important to remember that you have to keep your power okay and I do not ever for one minute want this forum to be about um, man bashing because that is not Um, what this is about at all. And there are some supermen that wear an S on their chest that, um, that are amazing and that will come in and they will save the day, but they will save the day and allow you to still be the woman that you are called to be. There is a way for a man to come in and save the day in a way that still allows you to um, to go about living your life um, in, in a way that is best for you. And so you really have to find that balance there. I mean, I just I like I said, I don't want this to become a place where it's it's about bashing men. It is not that this is all about you sis this is all about your empowerment and giving you tools to make great choices in your relationships so that you never have to encounter domestic violence or if you have already gone through it like me that you never have to go through that again never because unfortunately some of some people don't make it out alive or some people make it out physically alive but they're not spiritually alive okay or they or they've completely you know lost who they are and their sense of self and so i don't want that for anyone so this is about empowering you and so with that being said we are going to move on to some of the things that we can look for when a man is investing in you and invested in you for the right reasons, okay? Because some of these things look so similar, but they're really, really different, okay? So the first thing is, it's just gonna feel really, it's gonna feel healthy. (laughs) You know, it's not gonna feel, um, you won't feel smothered. (laughs) You won't feel like you have to give a report, (laughs) Um, a daily report about, about your life. So a person that is wanting to invest in a relationship with you in a healthy way is going to support you in your endeavors. okay? and they may want to be there for certain things. Um, You know, I sing professionally and uh, there are certain times where, you know, someone that I'm seeing may want to come and watch me perform. And I'm totally fine with that. What would make that unhealthy is if they show up and then they throw a fit while they're there because afterwards I'm talking to some of the people that I ministered to during the the time that I was singing and and they maybe couldn't handle um, me giving others attention, or um, maybe afterwards or you know, after the event, um, we're spending time together and they maybe may start criticizing or something like that. Um, You know, those are. Those are just things to watch for uh, because someone that is going to support you in a healthy way will want to be around for uh, some of those important moments in your life. And rightfully so, but they won't smother you and they won't um, make you feel bad or negative about um the things that you're doing that are important to you. Okay. Also, they're going to, um, respect your boundaries. So yes, they'll be there. Um, if you've gotten to a place where you feel like you're comfortable with that and you want them around and you can trust that, uh, it's okay for them to be uh, embedded in certain parts of your life, then that's fine. Um, but, uh, in addition to that, they will respect your boundaries. So if you have said, um, you know, my girl time is my girl time and that's it. And I just want my time with my girls. Uh, They're not going to infringe upon that. Or they're not going to say, oh, can I just tag along? Or, you know, you don't want to leave me by myself. Or, um, you know, they're not going to do things like, um, you know, you go and hang out and then you come back and they want to know every little detail about what you did. Oh, well, who did you go out with? Oh wait, which friend is that? Okay. What's her name again? Oh, and then who, um, who was there? Did she bring anybody with her? Oh, where, where did you, where'd y'all go eat? Oh, okay. Okay. If that's what you ate. Okay. What time did you, what time did you get back? Cause I thought you, yeah, they're not going to put you through the ringer like that. And that is totally unhealthy by the way. That is just, That's unnecessary, but believe you me. And if you're listening to this, you've probably had that happen in some way, shape, form or fashion or at some point. Um, They're going to respect your boundaries in terms of things like that. They're going to respect your boundaries. If you say, um, you know, hey, I don't you know, I don't uh, I don't stay the night anywhere Like I'm not, I'm not staying the night, like we can go have a nice dinner and, you know, and then you go home and I'll go home. And um, someone that's really wanting to invest in you in a healthy way is not going to push that boundary. They're going to totally respect that. Um, But someone who does not, uh, want to respect your boundaries and wants to push your boundaries in an effort to control you is going to really try to push and you'll find like you'll get ready to be done with that dinner and oh you want to come back to my place for a nightcap you want to uh, you know and you're just looking like well I already have said to you that I won't do that I don't do that so, why are you asking? You know, that is yet, that is a subtle way, and guys are gonna do that anyway. I have to tell you, they're gonna test you anyway. That's part of what they do. But if you have made it very clear and very specific that that is a specific boundary that you have, and it can be any boundary, um, and they continue to push against that. Um, that is something you would want to watch because someone that is invested in you is going to respect your boundaries. They're going to give you space when you need it. That is so important. I don't care if you're an introvert, if you're an ambivert, an extrovert, whatever you are, we are all human beings. We all need time to just decompress and just be alone. And, um, if you're with someone who cannot respect your need for just alone time, that's a huge red flag. Huge, huge, huge red flag. Uh someone that is investing in in you um in a healthy way is going to give you that space when you need it because they know that that's going to recharge you and you're just going to have like the best time when you come back together because you've had your own time apart typically abusers will want to be with you whenever they can be with you because it's a part of their control they need that and um it's a, a lot of times also about kind of like draining you and so you have to really watch for that um Also, I would like to kind of close this out with um, just remembering that when someone and at the end of the day, I mean, to me, this just this goes above and beyond all of these other things that a man will do when he's invested in you. But if his actions align with his words, that is really how you know that someone is truly invested in you and getting to know you for the right reasons. A man's actions should always line up with his words. And this goes outside of like the abuse discussion and the domestic violence topic. You know, you really want a quality person that is going to say what they mean, mean what they say. And you just have to watch because it's going back to that example of like, say you have the boundary of, you know, oh, I, you know, I don't go home with anyone. I'm not going to be coming over to your place to spend the night. You're not coming to my place or what have you um some guys will you know say up front like oh yeah i i understand that you know i i won't you know i i get that totally yeah you know i i understand where you're coming from mhm and then you get to the end of that date and they're still pushing and pushing and pushing that boundary and wanting um when they drop you off to come in you know or wanting excuse me, for you to um, stay the night at their place. And so just watch that because that's to me the biggest difference in all of these examples and different scenarios that I've given. Once again, you have to look at the context in which these things are happening and the timeline, uh, in the actual relationship to kind of deduce whether or not it's healthy or not healthy. Um, And if he's doing these things for the right reasons or for wrong reasons, Uh, but For sure, you have to look at are his actions aligning with his words. A man that is really investing in you in a way um, that is going to benefit the both of you long term is going to make sure that he is on his P's and Q's. He's not going to push those boundaries because he's going to have too much respect for you. Really, as a human being, he should have that much respect for you. But as a woman, um, he should respect you enough not to push whatever those boundaries are that you said. They look different for everybody. But um, just know that uh, you are not alone in all of this. And if you're listening to this at all, it is probably because you are want to get back out there you want to date again or you've already started dating again after domestic violence and it is tough we have gone through so much and sometimes it might even feel to you like you can't love again or you know you might be afraid to love again and and just kind of gripped with this fear but that's why I think it's important that we have these conversations because it's just a reminder that, yes, there are people out there that are unfortunately sinister and they don't have great intentions. But there are also men that really will invest in you and getting to know you for the right reasons. And I certainly hope that um, that you find uh, that man out there just for you, if that is your desire, Um And he's out there. He's out there. Like I said, this isn't about man bashing at all. This is just about empowering us as women um, to make those healthy and good choices in our relationships. So sis, hang in there. Continue being your beautiful self. Know that you are supported. Know that you are loved and know that you have every single thing that you need to continue on in your journey. Thank you so, so much for joining me and I will see you next time.